Welcome back to the My Brother's Friend and I, the podcast. I'm the I in this situation, Trevor, alongside my brother's friend, Corey. Hello. 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 How are you doing, corn dog? I'm doing pretty solid. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Uh, Graduated and I have... It's just weird. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. Yeah? Knowing that, like... I mean, maybe eventually I'll go back to get my master's, but until then, I have no more schooling. You know what you can say, though, you are now? What's that? Unemployed. That is true. I can, in fact, say that. That is correct. You're not a student. You can't You can't fall back on, oh, I'm a student. Nope. You're just unemployed. Yeah. I wish I could. Maybe I should just go back for my master's. <laughs> hey, that's what, Dude, I, that's what I did. And there's a lot of people in that same boat. <laughs> um, I saw your TikTok. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where you... We're talking about how excited you were about graduating, and then all of a sudden, what happened? You were unemployed still. To the top 10 stupidest people, or whatever it is. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, like, I knew it's like significantly my fault. Like, I I obviously, I have an understanding of that. Um, Just because, like, it was my fault that I didn't, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, start things well, well, well in advance, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I. I did, but I didn't. So it was like it was. It's weird because it's like a, it's like a paradigm. Paradigm. <laughs> what, what's it called? Paradox. There we go. Um, a paradox where like I didn't have time. Like I didn't really have much time to look for a job because I was taking twenty-one credit hours, which was also my fault because I changed majors. <laughs> yeah. So all you know, over it, the place. It all works out in the end, though. That's right. That's right. You can I mean, celebrate summer right now. You can hang out. Yeah. Take a little bit of a relaxer, breather for a second, and then <laughs> start bunkering down. The but, lovely Bowling Green, Ohio, you know? Oh, yes. I only have an apartment until the 24th, so. Ah, about to move. About to move yeah. back with the rents. Yes, sir. But not any different than what it was last year. I mean, I lived at home last year anyways because of COVID, so. <laughs> fair, fair. What's... What's something that you hate the most about living at home with your parents? Um, I, it's, it's hard. So like I used to, it used to be worse, but I feel like it's, it got better because like, I don't know. I feel like doing like doing tasks that I didn't do. Does that make sense? So like doing dishes for everyone because in my apartment, I just do my own dishes. Right. Yeah. But now, but now you're expected <laughs> to do it for the whole family because you're living at home rent free. Precisely. I understand it. No, it's definitely like if I'm going to be at home with no job and no rent, then I should be contributing to the house. So I don't mind. I don't mind doing it. I mean, I just. It's, yeah. It, it, yeah, it does suck. No, that, that was one of the biggest things that I realized. Like it was the biggest change in, in me, I think, from college was. When I was in high school and middle school, when I grew up, I was very much spoiled. And you were you weren't <laughs> as spoiled as I was. You actually had some <laughs> chores to do when you grew up, but I was very spoiled and didn't really have many chores or anything. And so, like during college, whenever I'd come home, I'd actually like do things around the house. And I think it confused my parents for a second because I would come <laughs> yeah. home and I would do dishes and I would cook for them and like things like that. And they're like, huh. Cause like I was never, you? Like, yeah, I never did that, but, but also I was never expected to like, it, my, yeah. par- my parents did a interesting system of parenting that like, as you get older, you kind of like 
interpret your or you analyze your parents parenting styles because like <laughs> you see friends that are starting to have kids and you you're like oh someday i'm gonna have to be a parent maybe and so like you like analyze it and my parents are like we'd appreciate if you would do things but we're not <laughs> making you and my lazy piece of crap i was like i'm not doing them then <laughs> yeah if i'm not being asked to do it then i'm not doing it <laughs> exactly but like yeah it's, it's just been a 180 and so like their parenting style didn't fail it did at the time but like <laughs> I, I, I didn't wow. come out a, it, right but i didn't come out a spoiled brat that like don't know how to do anything but it was i think it was because of college that like it wasn't yeah. my mom teach making me do laundry that taught me how to do laundry it was my mom dropping me off and saying good luck and then i went downstairs and had to wash my clothes and i was like i have no clue what i'm doing let's go down the hall and ask all the girls who knows how to do laundry <laughs> you yeah know? that was kind of the same problem i had because like i did a lot of stuff around the house but like there were things that like my mom basically just handled all the time and laundry was one of them. So like, I was like, I've never felt so dumb as looking up on the internet, how to do laundry. <laughs> oh no, I didn't even go that far. I I was, I think I was so, Oh, I, I had good friends. I had really good friends that like kind of knew I was stupid. Um, but it, it was just, I had no shame and I was just like, all right, which one of you guys is going to show me how to do laundry? Cause I didn't know. Like I was just <laughs> like, and, and you, it's hard to mess it up. Number one, the cheapo like dorm or the industrialized dorm like wash and dryers, they don't do things right anyways. But like <laughs> you can't change the, the settings are basically all right. the same. <laughs> it's it's you hit start, you know, that that's how they work. And so you just throw a Tide Pod in there and you just boop, go, you know. But there's been there were many of times that I melted my athletic shorts because the mm. dryers would get so hot. And I, and I didn't like selectively dry things or I didn't like read the tags. It's become very apparent being married <laughs> that you have to read the tags. Cause I've ruined 60, $70, like Victoria's secret bras and like, <laughs> things that I don't know how to wash and yeah. I would melt them or like destroy the straps. And then I would be like, well, let's go to the store and then drop like $150 <laughs> because I messed up the laundry. <laughs> And so like, you just learn things over time, but it, it, it definitely, my parents didn't instill that on me, which. Yeah. One not, thing that not I, big not a big deal, you know? Yeah. One thing I did learn about just be, being home or in general is like low heat just solves all my problems. <laughs> like like well, I know low and slow. Yeah. Like I was like, cause me, for me, if I'm going to do laundry, I'm going to take like the whole day to do it. I'm not going to care how long it takes. I'll just throw it the dryer and call it a day. Yeah. So like, that's what I do is I just throw it in there, put it on low, low or like medium heat or like, mm -hmm. like anywhere, never high. But then I just like, and then I just throw it in there for an hour and I'm like, that's oh, good to go. Yeah. So we got, we got, um, when we bought our house, we got fancy new washer and dryer. Cause we got like some cheapo one in our old place that we rented from. And then when we moved in, we were so lazy going up to our staircase that <laughs> it was going to cost us to rent a truck and to do everything. It's going to cost us a price of like a washer to like get our old junkers there. And so I was like, yeah. well, I could sell them off and almost pay for both the washer and dryer. And so we just like pulled out and grabbed a brand new washer and dryer. But like the weird thing is, is they don't have like, you can't select things. It's all fancy and automated now. It's like smart. So it tells me when <laughs> things are done on my phone, which is super cool. So I can like be washing clothes. And then when I'm at the gym, it'll be like, bing, your clothes are done. Yeah. Dope. But like, it won't let you like select like hot or cold. And so like my normal settings, it's hard to like change it. And so it's, mm -hmm. it's almost made it harder to 
be lazy. Like you actually have to sort the clothes because <laughs> our normal setting is like too hot that it will cause color bleed and stuff. And it's like, come on, man, I'm trying to be lazy here. I just want cold water. Whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, I've never, I've never felt so lazy as when I do laundry is I throw it cold water every time. It doesn't matter what I'm washing, just yep. cold water. So I can throw whatever I want in there and then yep. throw it in the dryer on low heat for an hour. <laughs> and, Kayla, and Kayla, if you guys stay together, we'll kick your butt. If you ever start washing her stuff and start bleeding colors, cause it's, it's a different story, man. Nah, she'll be it's all a right. Different story. She'll know it. She'll know. No, she, I'm sure she does the same thing. <laughs> your, no, your bank account will know it when you say <laughs> that's that's when i truly learn is when like i mess up something so bad that like it causes me to have to fork out money yeah then i learn my lesson i would say there's two reasons i learned to go dry heat is one like sweatshirts they stay like like softer if you do low heat Mm -hmm. instead of like when they get hot they get kind of like rough not rough on the inside you know what i mean like old sweatshirts they get like yeah yeah like like it's, it's not like fuzzy. smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's not fuzzy and smooth anymore. So like if you do it on low heat, they last longer. Mm-hmm. And the other one is I burned one of my clothes like with the the like like press on letters. Ah. Uh, and I burned it because it got stuck on a wall of the dryer. And so yep. I was like, you know what? From then on, it was low heat. So Yeah. It's genius. So <laughs> in the background, for anyone who's listening, you might hear something like this rattling. <laughs> and that's just Today's Cinco de Mayo. And so Trevor and I decided that I was going to be the cool one. And I yeah. made a margarita and Trevor missed out on the memo. I was going to say, I don't, I did not do that. I don't have a single margarita in front of me. Just want to throw that out there. But, but it is in fact Cinco de Mayo. Yes. So happy Cinco de Mayo, Trevor. There we go. You doing Cinco, anything fun? Cinco de Drinko. No, just kidding. Um, that's Ocho Cinco. No, ah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're mixing. We're mixing too many things. We're throwing them all together. Um, I not really. I mean, I'm going to um, um, El Zarape, which is the Mexican restaurant in town, for dinner. So yeah, hey. I figured we do that. That'll do something, awesome. right? You do something. I so I saw you and Kayla went on a date. It wasn't your sky. It wasn't your skyline date either. I was disappointed. It was, it was not the skyline date. It was a little bit better than that. Um, <laughs> So it was actually a, a gift from her parents for graduation. Well, look at that. So they 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 took us out to a well, they paid for us to go to a nice restaurant. So. How nice! <laughs> it was very nice. It was awesome. We went to to the well because I've eaten there with you, which is strange. I've only ever been to the other Mancy's. It's Mancy's is the the, the the steak restaurant or whatever, and I've only been to the one in Finley with you and your uh, family. Was that the one with the shawls too? Yes, uh, I've been there, but then I went to the Toledo one this time and it's really cool. It's like, obviously no ad here, but it's so cool. It's like, it feels like you're like in, so I told my mom, I said, it feels like I'm about to join the mafia. Like I'm going to join the mob because it's like, it's like dark in there. They have like the, the like stained glass lights, That's but it's cool. like brick everywhere. And like, it, it's like, it feels like, like a cigar lounge, like a, a jazz club. It's really cool. That's neat. And that's very different from the one that we went to. Cause that the, the one we went to is kind of new school. Cause it was built into the, the marathon state. Yeah. That one's, that one's brand new. That one's like what? 2016, 2017, if that. Yeah. And then the one in Toledo is, um, it, it's actually it's hundredth year today, like this year. Wow. So there's a hundred years there. And, and I don't believe they've updated any of it, which is what's really cool about it. That is cool. That is cool. Cause, cause Toledo, I feel like I don't know the history of Toledo well enough, but I feel like it has to have some like Detroit history. That's like, 
drifted to Toledo, you know? Yeah. Like it's close enough. It's close enough that you got to have some of that Detroit like movement and migration down. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Which like, this is so random, but I didn't realize like how old like things in Toledo are. Does that make sense? Like, like the Toledo zoo is like super old. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I think it's like almost a hundred years old too. Ohio has some old stuff. It's, it's, it's a weird state. There's like some iconic things that have really iconic things that have happened in Ohio. Very true. And the most people to go to the moon or go to outer space have come from Ohio, I believe. Right. Well, at least the first one on the The moon came from Ohio. Ohio. I think, I think they, I think Ohio has produced like the most astronauts and the most presidents or something like that. So it's either you wanted to change the country or you wanted to get away from. (laughs) That does make sense. And so that was like, that was always a running joke that Ohio just made people either want to try to change it all or try to get away. Yeah. We're also good at thieving because we stole the, the light bulb of thomas edison <laughs> yeah i mean he was born in ohio kind of yoinked it and then but we did invent it just not right in the just put it then in your place so they, they pulled the wright brothers pulled a quarry yeah yeah the whole <laughs> wright brothers thing that still bothers me so this is like north carolina and ohio thing and i and i, I i'm still with ohio on it and I, I don't know i don't know what's up so for anyone that doesn't know history <laughs> the right ohio has on their license plates birthplace of aviation yeah and then north carolina has first in flight on their list <laughs> it's like the, i think it's the most petty like petty small thing that people argue about right it, <laughs> it's just a state pride thing it's definitely a state pride thing and it's definitely only ohio and north carolina and i feel like <laughs> i feel like north carolinians don't bring it up it's always the ohioans that come in and are like yo this is crap and then north carolina's like hey where'd they fly it and like no i can't because <laughs> Let's let's break this down a little bit. Let's 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 think back in history. So, the Wright brothers, which were the first people to ever fly a plane, invented yeah. a plane. Where did they invent it? I believe they invented it in Ohio. In Ohio, that's what I Correct. thought. So they invented it in Ohio. That was where their workshop was. That was where everything was. They only came to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, to fly. The thing. yeah, and I don't quote me on this and. This is another chance for my brother to harass me and say, <laughs> you should really know your facts, but like, that's not the point of this podcast. But I feel like they would have had to get off the ground in the flat cornfields of Ohio. I also feel like, like, like in date, like at the right Patterson air force, obviously it wasn't that then, but you know what I mean? Right. So <laughs> or air base, whatever. Yeah. Called. I think it's air force base. Yeah. yeah. But like Ohio is flat for sure. You can't, you can't like take some good hang time. Yeah. You should have been able to get off the ground with some momentum. Yeah, I would agree. I think they would have to at least gotten in the air because I think that is actually what it is. I think they got in the air, but then they needed like, but the actual like flight. Sustained, sustained flight for sure. Was Kitty, Kitty, Kitty Hawk, Hawk. Yeah. But, but I believe they got, they got elevated off, in Ohio. <laughs> to get off the ground. So I don't think North Carolina, if, if my hypotheses are correct, I don't think North Carolina should even be able to say first in flight because- they probably flew it first in Ohio. That's true. They, they, just, could, they didn't build it, go down to Kitty Hawk, and then waste their time. <laughs> right. They, they knew it was going to fly. So, <laughs> yeah. so that was first, first in sustained flight. So that's what yeah. North Carolina has actually um, changed their license plate to something else because they're, it was like first in freedom is what they've changed now because they're the first one to uh, emancipate from, mm. what was it? They were the first Southern 
Southern Colony to um, get into the Emancipation Act or something like that. Oh, okay. And so, so they changed it to First and Freedom. And so I'm okay with that. That sounds but, a lot better. And honestly, I, there's no, there's no kind, there's no like, there's no contradicting that either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, you know what you're getting. Right. And so, but the, the really sucky thing is they changed that like a month after I got my license plate. And so I'm still rolling around with the first and flight and it, and I'm almost to the point of paying like $50 for the vanity plates so I can get that ugly thing off my car. I'll get, when I change, when we buy a new car, I'm going to make sure that changes because I'm, I'm over it. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like this is kind of the same situation of like, which I don't think they publicly say it, but like the difference between Kansas and Indiana for basketball, because like James Naismith was like born and invented it in Kansas which they call it like the first, like the birthplace of basketball, but then Indiana prides himself on being like the basketball state, basically. Yeah, and but Indiana, I feel like had the most organized, and so that might be it. Is like yeah, the first organization or organized basketball or something like that. You know, yeah, something like that, that makes sense. Hey. Um, but just being real quick, I don't know if you have any other talking points here, but then I, real quick, I was gonna say something. Is I saw somebody. Um, in uh, in Bowling Green, actually, they dri- they drive out more than once. Because you, you talked about your new car, or potential new car, mm-hmm. and I saw there is a blue Scion. <laughs> hey, <laughs> driving around, and it looks just like yours. Yeah, yeah. There's actually another one in Wilmington. So I have a Scion XB. It's a 2011 Scion XB Series Eight release or release Series Eight. So there was only two thousand of these made. Fun fact with that. Some of them actually were transported um, across Atlantic and the, some of the um, containers with the cars sunk. So there's not actually 2000. There's even less. Jeez. Yeah. So So in case you don't know what a Scion XB looks like, (laughs) it's a big old box, (laughs) but mine was cool because it had a body kit on it. Absolutely nothing else. Just a body kit. So it made a box a little more like an aerodynamic box, you know? Yeah. And it's not like the, 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 what's it called? There's some, it's not the cube, the Nissan cube. That is that one's brutal. And the old scions from 2004 to 2008, I believe, or 2006, they were like the UPS, they looked like UPS trucks. My dad (laughs) would always make the comment that like he wanted to buy one in Brown and put UPS on the side of it. And like people definitely did that. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, but mine is <laughs> mine is definitely boxy, but not super boxy. But yeah, it's, I'm sad that we're gonna be selling it soon. Oh, end well, of an era for sure. Yeah, within a few, within like another year, we'll definitely get rid of it. But that's been that's been with me since high school, and it's definitely gotten less cool over time. <laughs> but like when I when I first got it, dude, it was the best thing ever because like you could pack so many people into it. I put money yeah. into it. And then I realized that I was putting money in, like I was throwing money away by like getting new rims and getting things that were just kind of like, there goes yeah. my dog. Um, <laughs> speaking of other things, wasting money. Uh, but like, yeah, this, the car was just like one of those things that I loved it. And then I just kept hating it over the years and over the years. Yeah, that makes worse sense. Worse. <laughs> that makes sense. I think the the thing that, the thing that's funny about it though, is that like, if I had to picture you in any sort of car, the car, that, like, the, like if I had to picture you in any sort of car, the car that I would picture you in is that car. Like I think of that car and I think of Corey and I think of Corey and I think of that car. <laughs> They're synonymous with each other at this point. 
Yeah, and that's a crazy thing. <laughs> and you know, you want to know what else is crazy? Right now, UPS driver just came and rung our door. So, no, that makes sense. Put the whole thing in full circle. Why the dog was barking <laughs> to, to the car thing. UPS that checks out. He heard me. He out. heard me talking about UPS trucks, and they're like, yeah. you know what? I'm he knew. Come. But yeah, he no, knew. it's gonna be really weird not having that car because a lot of people like identify me with that blue box, and like, it's very easy for people to see me. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird the second you drive home back to Bluffton without one of those. It's yeah, gonna be I mean, like, who is this what? guy pulling up? <laughs> pulling up in that Maserati? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Maserati. That's what you're switched to. <laughs> Go from a Scion XB to a Maserati. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. No, yeah. I, so my my the thing that I tried I tried to make a deal with Alora that I was going to only sell the Scion mm-hmm. to, to upgrade for either a Forerunner or or not. Yeah, a Forerunner or a Tundra in that color because i wanted to have because i wanted to have this before and after picture like i wanted to i wanted to go to the dealership and like put both of the cars together and like take a picture of me being like i've evolved or like upgraded and like still have a piece of that scion because it's it's that voodoo blue it's that really iconic blue color the blue is bright (laughs) it's very bright it looks really cool when it's blacked out but if it's yeah. like with any other color, like the silver and crap that like my car has on it, it just looks really ugly. Like it's <laughs> a chick car, but like you can definitely, if you put black on it, like the all blacked out Toyota Tundras and stuff like that, they look nice when they're in that blue. That any makes other sense. Color ruined. That makes sense. That makes sense. I have a I have a question for you. What are your what is like your your okay? So what's your your dream car and your like realistic dream car? So I feel like there's a big difference between the two. Yeah. Because I, I can mean, never afford a Lamborghini, but like I can afford like a cool Corvette eventually in my life. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a, not, those are not mine. I'm just throwing those out as examples. So dream car, I don't I don't really know where I'd go in a dream car because I have so, like if I don't know if I'd be able to just buy one. It would definitely be like a heat of the heat of the moment thing of like <laughs> it you gotta give me a price point kind of thing, but I would definitely love to have um I don't know. I I like BMW M series, but I think sweet. I think what I do more so than anything is get like an old like a um 60 66 Mustang like fastback something mm. like that or like um the Shelby editions. Um oh, Okay. I th- I'd rather go that route than like get a fancy new car. But I'm also a big sucker. I think I'd do a Tesla. Like if I could just like anything i'd go get a tesla roadster like Tesla's are when, sweet. when the tesla roadster comes out i'd 100 be on it um, yeah the cyber trucks i'm really into oh the cyber my. trucks you would be into the cyber trucks those things man, are so weird man i'm all for i'm all for elon and i love all this stuff so my my like realistic car if i still had like a decent amount of money i think would be i'd probably do a model x um i'd love to do uh the model s the plaid that's coming out the the new model s plaids look really nice and they're fast but i think i do a model x um as like a realistic car they're still super expensive but yeah my future i do hope to have a model y or a model three um yeah because that's realistic i don't i don't think i'm ever going to get to the price point where i'm going to be able to just afford a model x or a model s buy a new one brand spanking a new one yeah 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 if i ever get to that point i'll be very happy but i, I don't see that happen i and so but my dream dream car i definitely go something old school or like maybe a porsche 911 porsches are sweet 
Oh, right, the right Porsches are sweet. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I don't like the SUV ones. I think those are ugly. No, I'm not a big fan. So if, if it was a Porsche, it would have to be like a 911, like um, G or G. What is it? The Spider GT4, like the the racetrack edition kind of thing. Yeah. But what yeah. about you? Well, first off, when you said Porsche, there I was I was thinking about this. I would never buy a luxury like like a like a luxury like Porsche, like that style of a uh, um, SUV just because like if I'm going to buy a fancy car, I'm going to get uh, like a, a coupe <laughs> or yeah. probably a coupe. <laughs> I want a sports car. Right. Um, okay. So all time dream car. My favorite car is the McLaren P1. McLarens are cool. McLarens which is something I will never be able to afford. No. Because <laughs> that thing will basically cost more than if I saved all my money from now until I'm like 40, it would probably be as much as that. Right. Um, but that's my like all-time favorite car it's my car on gta it was always my car on need for speed it's my favorite car um but semi-realistic car is a dodge viper i don't know why i've just always thought those were cool vipers are cool and i i hope are are they gonna come back out with them i don't know if i've heard anything about them releasing them again i don't remember either i i i, I there was talks about it a few years ago and i think they did release a couple of them but I don't like a, like a couple years of them, but yeah. I don't know if they ever got like going, going, you know, traction I mean? again. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I definitely Dodge Vipers are, have always been a cool car. Um, speaking of the SUVs, the like, so there's someone in Wilmington and I don't, I don't know who this person is. Hopefully they listen to the podcast, and they <laughs> but they have a red Lamborghini Yaris. So the SUV Lamborghini, <gasps> who, why would you do that? Yeah, it's some it's some like lady. She's probably like 30, 35 that drives it, or she's fifty and has Botox and plastic surgery. Right. <laughs> either, either way, don't know. But younger lady that always drives this thing, and I and I see her on this road that's like iconic. So I drive it to go to the Center for Marine Science, where like when in college I was, I would always drive over there. But this road's iconic for being like on the Sound and all these like really really rich houses kind of yeah. out there, and so. I always see this car and it's just like amazing. One time I saw, or I watched, uh, um, what's the top gear? Mm. I watched a top gear episode and they were talking about how much it costs to replace the brake pads. Oh God. $10,000 per brake pad because of her brake pad, her brake pad, because of how big the wheels are and how deep the discs are for the brakes. Oh because it, because when you get into these supercars, you're getting into these crazy speeds, and so the brakes have to be really big. Then add five thousand pounds onto it because it's a SUV supercar, and so they're putting uh. massive, massive, massive brakes on it. And so, like, some dude was talking about how the price of it, and then he actually sold his because it was going to cost him like forty or fifty thousand dollars to replace the brakes on his car. Jeez, that is nuts. Oh, but I feel like you, you, I mean. Yes, that is a lot of money, but I feel like if you're buying something like that, then odds are you can afford that. The, yes, to it's, repair it's it. just like it's just like all the people that it's it's unreal how much money you put into a yacht, like or yeah. how much gas you put into a yacht. Like a yacht to fill up gas tanks. I had friends that worked at like the yacht clubs, and they'd fill up gas tanks, and it'd be like eighty thousand dollars, and they'd tip 15 percent on top. Of it. Like, no big deal. But oh my gosh, these are five seven. $10 million yachts. John Travolta's yacht oftentimes are like one of them will park 
in Wrightsville Beach. And it's like an $8 million yacht. And so $80,000 is nothing when you have an $8 million yacht. Like if you have enough yeah. expendable income to just like buy something like that, that's a frivolous purchase that has constant upkeep and blah, 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 blah. $80,000 is nothing. It's the same with the sports cars. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's 40,000 or 4,000. It's all chump change to them. Like, exactly. You're you, not, you're not making money off of buying an Italian sports car. Yeah, exactly. It's not a, it's not an investment. It's a throw money, <laughs> throwing money your, away. Basically your investments have allowed you to have this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you can spend a million dollars on a car, you can spend $40,000 to repair it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, but it was just crazy. Like seeing that, like my car is not even worth one of the brake pads on that land that <laughs> drives past. Like put, putting that in perspective, a fully functioning vehicle that by the way, only has less than 2000 ever made. Not even yeah. worth one brake pad on that thing. Yeah. And it probably gets the same gas mileage. So the utility on it is the oh, yeah. same. The value, yeah. the actual value is not the same crazy it is absolutely wild to see like i i never we ne- like we've kind of talked about it. like in, in ohio you never really saw that wealth at least in bluffton you never really yeah. saw like that wealth disparity but coming down here and even worse when i lived in fort lauderdale just seeing some of the things people bought and being like how why like how is this possible to have that yeah. much money to be able to just like and like oh, the yeah. biggest one that i've learned over time is boats Oh yeah, those are just waste. Those are just those are literally you're just throwing your money in the ocean. <laughs> Boat stands for bust out another thousand. <laughs> but the I I thought boats were like the most expensive boat was like thirty thousand dollars, right? Oh yeah, not that's not even that's the anything you buy around here. Yeah, maybe that's like, the cheapest boat you can find is like thirty thousand dollars brand new. Like and that's and, like rinky that's, dink that's like without, and that's without an engine there, there's no <laughs> engine included in that but like it is absolutely wild that i'm like our my neighbor works for a really big boat company that um works with small boats but a lot of their clients are like 200 to 2.5 4 million dollar boats so 200k any and up and the 200 thousand dollar boats are like 23 foot jeez that's small that's like, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good sized boat, but that's small. And like people are buying these things left and right. And it just, the amount of money these people, like people have, it just blows my mind. And yeah. living in a place like this blows my mind on it. And that's, I mean, it's the real estate market here is insane, but like seeing people driving a $70,000 truck, pulling a $250,000 <laughs> boat on a Wednesday at one thirty in the afternoon, like what did they do with their life or who, what drugs are they selling to <laughs> yeah. be able to like afford that and not have to be working at one o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Sometimes I forget that there's like rich people that aren't like crazy rich, but like yeah. there's like pretty rich. You know what I mean? Does that make a you know what I mean? I'm talking like, like these people are making, you know, multiple, like they're multimillionaires, but they're yes. not like, you know, they're not Bill Gates. They're yeah. Not, they're not. Yeah. But like still they could, by Bluffton with pocket change. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane to like bring yourself into that perspective again. And like the biggest thing is, I just always think is like, how did they get there? Yeah, exactly. And like, I just, I don't want to ever be like, if I was ever rich, like that rich, I don't want to buy things that are just pointless. 
like <laughs> Rolexes. Absolutely pointless. My Apple Watch Generation 2, so this thing is like eight years old, does way more than a Rolex, and it was a fraction of the cost. Absolutely. Well, they, <laughs> they do have the Apple Watches in 24 karat gold, and so you can get that if you really want, Trevor. Oh, yeah, there we go. I'll just wait. That, that is just a waste of money. The gold and platinum and all that stuff. So they have all those. So when, when you do make it, just make sure you're not buying the Rolex. You're only buying the $5,000 Apple Watch. Yeah, that's, that's nothing. Like, Rolex. That's what I mean. Like, that is pointless. Buying, like, a cool... See, that's why I think, like, buying a Rolls Royce, pointless. Buying a Lamborghini, cool. And the reason why I say that is Lamborghini goes fast, and it's, like, an iconic... You know, it's slick car, but like a Rolls Royce is a ton of money and doesn't do anything cool. Like it has really cool features. Don't get me wrong. The features like on the inside are cool, but like you can get most of that for like in like a Tesla. A Tesla probably does more and it's going to be yes. also a fraction of the cost. Well, I don't know. Be- or like Bentleys and Rolls Royces are like the pinnacle of luxury. Not That's fair. Yeah. Luxury. But like a lot of that, it kind of rolls into that same Rolls Royce, Rolexes, and kind of those types of things all kind of go into that category of status. Yeah. Which like you're buying you're I don't buying that. Rolexes for status. You're not buying it for I mean, yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of like Here's it's like kind of like the bodybuilder the bodybuilder that like always wears sweatshirts. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knows he's jacked, but he's always wearing sweatshirts. Yeah. Exactly. He's not using to show it off. He's just doing it. And so so but, yeah, I mean it's a good know. way to be, and I think I think that's a a. See, like if I was rich, though, I could buy like a cool house. Makes sense. I'd use it. Yeah. Buy like a sweet computer. Makes sense. I'd use it. But like, there's just dumb stuff that people do not need to be spending money on. Yeah, and I think some of that comes with status and like depending on how you're raised and stuff like that, for sure. Yeah. But but yeah, and and then at some point it gets to the point where you have too much money and like. Yeah. Then what do you do? <laughs> invest it and make more money <laughs> yep <laughs> well and that's that's where it's interesting where i can't fathom people who like the bill and melinda gates foundation which I, i'm curious on what that name's going to be now yeah um, if you haven't heard the news they are splitting up but <laughs> like the change uh, of the gates foundation if the gates foundation soon to be um <laughs> how much money they're throwing away every year is just insane but like that's a fraction to what oh, yeah. you're making yeah, which is what's going to be really weird when, like, like, I know we're running a little bit out of time here, but it's going to be weird when, um, like, Warren Buffett and or Bill Gates die because they've both done it where they're, like, 99% of their wealth is going to get donated, which is, like, that is $100 billion going to charity for just right there. <laughs> it is a very insane thought. It'll be I'm, super cool. Yeah, and it's going to be weird because they're, like, the richest people since basically john d rockefeller so like right which was 100 years ago yeah no it'll be very interesting seeing those i I mean i hope i hope the foundations continue because they're they're unleashing a lot of money for really good causes but yeah yeah but yeah stuff it's cool stuff we can talk about that more next week that's right that's right that's a next week topic right (laughs) but until then happy cinco de mayo yeah thanks for listening everybody Catch us same time, same place next week, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on my bros friend and I, bros friend and I, on Twitter. There sometime, we go. Some way, I'll I'll tweet it. <laughs> um, Facebook's but, rolling out this week because Trevor graduated. That's right. It might be, <laughs> and we'll see. And we'll see on YouTube when Trevor signs his contract. Oh gosh, yeah. So 
But yes, thanks for listening and uh, happy Cinco de Mayo. Even though when you listen to this, it'll be Friday, so two days removed from Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> happy May seventh. That's day. right. That's right. May the fourth be with you and Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the Fifth. That's what everyone kept saying. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next week. Bye. Bye.